following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Hello and welcome to another Who New and Review. We're a podcast from the Galactic Network. Oh yes we are. Now first off, let us start with a con. Now I don't mean conspiracy. That's my other podcast that you can listen to at gncasts.com. But the con, as in convention. I suppose it's great news. John Barrowman and David Tennant joined forces for photo ops at Alamo City Comic Con. It was announced back in August that John Barrowman also known as Captain Jack Harkness, would be joining 10th Doctor David Tennant at the con as separate guests. But now, it's been confirmed that the pair will join forces for photo opportunities. For the first time ever. I know, it's hard to believe, isn't it, that two huge Doctor Who hitters, for the first time you can have your photo together. I think that's quite magical. Of course... You might not be in Atlanta. And may, well, be more easterly. And what could be better than to pop along to the New York Comic Con? Because, you know, actor and comedian Matt Lucas, best known to Doctor Who fans as Nardol, will be there. Now, we first saw him in the 2015 Christmas special. He's going to join cast and crew at the New York Comic Con. He'll join Peter Capaldi, with new companion Pearl Mackey, current and outgoing showrunner Stephen Moffat for a very special panel at the Madison Square Gardens event. This was confirmed recently by BBC America. Now those lucky fans attending the panel will get a sneak peek at what's ahead on Doctor Who, including the upcoming Christmas special. Moffat recently teased a new voyage is about to begin. And this is where the story really starts. And keeping with firsts, I can confirm BBC America has announced today, uh, at the time of recording, or just before, that the first footage of the new Doctor Who spin-off class will be shown at this year's New York Comic Con. See, it's all about the firsts. Stars of the show, Greg Austin, uh, Fady Alaslade, Sophie Hopkins and Vivian Opera, as well as writer, creator and executive producer Patrick Ness and executive producer Brian Minson will all be attending a special panel on Friday. Oh crikey, um, by the time I get this out, that will be the very next day. Apparently they're going to be showing footage. Now we haven't seen footage of this in the UK, even though we're three and odd weeks away from it. So you guys, if you're there, you'll get to see it. First. Now let's stick with class now, as uh, we have got some premiere news. Canadian broadcaster Space reported that they will premiere the eight-part show on the same day as the UK, while poor BBC America have stated they will not air the young adult drama until 2017. So, you know, if you want to see it at the same time that I'm going to be watching it, pop north of the border. If, or, if that's not your fancy, you don't want to go all the way north over the border, then why not head south? Yeah, even more south than that. Keep keep going south. Because 
Australian broadcaster ABC have confirmed that they will also premiere the new Doctor Who spin-off class in October. The first outing will come on their free internet TV series, iView, on the 22nd of October, the same day as the UK, followed by a further showing on the 21st of o- 24th of October even, on national public television channel ABC2. Fantastic news for Australia. Come on, America. Up the game. You're you're running behind, you know, Canada, Australia. I imagine there's a few more that's going to be airing it at the same day as well. Oh, well, never mind. Now on to some actual Doctor Who news. And this comes from my favourite publication. You know which one. In this month's new issue of Doctor Who magazine, Ed... Basil Gett has been confirmed as the director for this year's Christmas special. Basil Gett was on board during Series 9, Doctor Who, directing the two-parter, The Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived, featuring the Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams. Basil Gett was also behind the camera for the Series 9 prequel, The Doctor's Meditation. Hauntings, sky sounds... Parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, as we know, we are coming up to Christmas. Ah, It's less than 100 days, I think. I know. So it's time to suggest a few choice gifts and what could be better than Destiny of the Doctors. The complete collection. This fantastic box set made in partnership with Basti Lube. I am suffering like Dave Nelson when it comes to pronunciations. I'm sure his name is not Basti Lube, but that is what we're going with. If you're listening. I do apologise. And this is a revisit of the 2013 Doctor Who 50th anniversary celebration and 11 single disc released, one from each incarnation of the Doctor's life read by the actors associated with these evocative times for the series. 11 Doctors, 11 months. The series originally began in 2013 in January with the first Doctor as played by William Hartnell in the original TV series, then progressed through all his TV incarnations, culminating in the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith. You don't remember these? Oh. Well then, you really need to get on board with the Big Finish audios. Seriously, some of the best audio dramas you'll listen to. Have a look at their website. I provided a note in the uh, in the old links there. David Tennant's 10th Doctor has been voted the best TV character of the 21st century after quite a tense battle. Doctor Who narrowly beats Supernatural in the online fan fight. In the end, 
Over 241,000 votes were cast and it all came down to the battle of the superfans. With a whopping 35,000 votes, David Tennant's 10th Doctor from Doctor Who came out on top, narrowly beating Supernatural's Castile, uh, who's played by Misha Collins. Oh yes, I think that's actually quite splendid. 35,000 people voted for him. You can have a look at all the results on the Digital Spy website. Now, is this the stuff kids dream of? Is this the stuff that you dream of? Working on Doctor Who. Well, one lucky adult will have that dream come true as the BBC is currently hiring a script editor for the show. An experienced writer is being sought to advise on all script-related matters associated with the production, help and manage the relationships between the writers and the production and generate creative ideas and story ideas of the highest standard consistent with the series. So, the successful applicant will be getting their hands on unfilmed scripts and could be even be penning a line or two. So, if you are a writer, are handy with an edit and have the love of the longest running science fiction show, then why not apply? This could be the break you're looking for. Now, you might not be familiar with the full set of BBC programmes, but is a crossover imminent? Will the doctor see you now? At the hospital? In Holby City? In Casualty? For those that don't know, Casualty is a long-running hospital drama series, so when Casualty actress Amanda Meeling shared a new picture from the set of the long-running medical drama with her and Peter Capaldi dressed as the Time Lord himself, well, the internet just melted. It's possible that this was a chance meeting, as they are filmed in the same sort of location. But it's also possible that this just might be the theme of the Children in Need charity thing, which usually features a mashup non-canon of various shows. Or maybe, just maybe, two worlds have indeed collided. Now you probably know by now that this is a podcast by the Galactic Network. And I'm sure you know that we do other podcasts. We have Weird World Weekly, Adventure Party, Podcast of Terror, just to name a few. But what you might not know is you can actually talk to me during the day or night, depending where you are, by joining our Slack channel. Just simply subscribe and all the details will be sent to you. Or maybe you just want to help out. Maybe you think, those guys, I wish I could help with their web hosting, and you can. Just send, sign up to our Patreon campaign, as little as a dollar a month. It makes all the difference, you know. Hey, I hope to see you on Slack soon. We can talk all things Doctor Who. Of course, what what comes next? So I've done the uh, main... Oh, that's right. It's one of these. Without further ado, it's time for the A to Z. That's right, the A to Z, where we look at a monster each week. And the monster we're looking at this week are the Heavenly Hosts. They're from the episode Voyage of the Damned, 
and their planet of origin, well, they don't really have a planet of origin as such. They have a place of origin, and that's the Max Capricorn Cruise Liners. The technology they employ, well, they, they are robots, so they are super strong. But they can also take off their halos and use them as a weapon. The Heavenly Host, or the Host, were service robots used by the Max Capricorn Star Cruisers. This fashioned to look like Earth's angels. Their purpose was to provide information and other assistance to crew and passengers. However, the Heavenly Host lacked autonomy and would do anything their master authority ordered. If you were their master authority and you ordered them to do a criminal act such as murder, well, that's what they do. Under the command of Max Capricorn himself, the machines turned deadly. They killed many of the passengers and crew of the Starship Titanic in the 2008 special as part of um, Capricorn's scheme to destroy his own ship and retire as a wealthy man. Several malfunctioned during the trip, leading to some rather nasty incidents. With one first-class passenger asked a host to fix her necklace, the robot misunderstood this request and instead nearly broke her neck. Some of the hosts were destroyed by an electromagnetic pulse set off by Banacafalata, who used the last of his cyborg body's energy at the cost of his own life. Well, that's all for Who Knew and Review this week. I'll be back next week with a look at all the news, and we should, I'm sure, if we're having a few Comic Cons coming up, should soon start to have little glimpses of what's in store for Christmas and Series 10. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.